Most religious people believe God is trying to save everyone on earth now. Millions wrongly believe this is the only day of salvation for all humanity. And if one doesn't become a Christian before he dies, he will go to a burning hellfire at death. Is that what actually happens? If that's true, billions of non-Christians are suffering unjustly in hell. Masses of humans who have lived and died have never heard the true gospel. How could they have been saved? My friends, God is not an unjust God. He will give those masses of people their first opportunity for salvation in the white throne judgment. And what about you? Are you saved or are you lost? Or will you have an opportunity beyond death? On today's program, we'll be offering you an amazing free study guide that proves from your Bible that God is fair. It's titled, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? God has an awesome plan for all human beings. His desire is that all men be saved, as it tells us in 1 Timothy 2 and verse 4. Some of you, to put it bluntly, have made a mess of your life. Is there any hope for you and your loved ones beyond death? Are you saved or lost? Stay tuned for the surprising answer. Warm greetings to all our friends around the world. Two-thirds of all people on earth do not even claim to be Christian. Most have never heard true Christianity preached. When they die, are they lost forever? Is God losing the battle to save the world from sin and evil? The encouraging truth is that the Bible offers hope for your so-called lost family and friends. It's called the White Throne Judgment in your Bible. Just what is the White Throne Judgment? You need to know. You can know by ordering our free study guide, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? Be sure to write down the contact information to order your free copy. Let's understand, your Bible plainly reveals a successful and abundant way of life. Jesus himself stated in John 10:10, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. The common religious appeal you may hear is, just accept Jesus into your heart and you will be saved. But most people neglect the action that Jesus himself asked of us. What action is that? What is missing in those messages? The word repent is what's missing in so many false appeals. My friends, you cannot be saved unless you repent. Jesus himself stated in Mark 1 verse 15, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. God wants every human being on earth to repent, to change from the selfish way of life and to seek the true God. Turn your Bible to Acts, the second chapter. This was the historic day when the New Testament church of God began. God poured out his Holy Spirit as Christ's disciples were meeting in the Jerusalem temple. Turn your Bible to Acts, the second chapter. The Apostle Peter convicted the people of their sinful support of crucifying the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Acts 2, verse 38. Peter said to them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. My friends, one of the first steps towards being saved is to do exactly as the Apostle Peter instructed, to repent and be baptized. Have you been baptized? 
totally immersed in water? Romans 6 verses 1 through 4 describes the phenomenon and the symbolism. For more information, view our program, Why Baptism? Just type that program title into the tomorrowsworld.org search bar to view the program on our website. And if you have already repented and committed your life to Christ, just call the number on the screen for further counseling or contact one of our regional offices. We have representatives in many regions around the world. The world has unusual ideas about being saved. Perhaps you have heard the expression, once saved, always saved. But what does your Bible say? The New Testament confirms three stages of being saved, past, present, and future. Once you've generally repented and been baptized, you have been saved from the penalty of your past sins by the blood of Jesus Christ. But that is not the end of our salvation. Notice that the Apostle Paul uses the present progressive tense in 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 18. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Converted Christians must continually grow spiritually, as we read in 2 Peter 3 and verse 18. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. They must overcome human nature with the promise of God's divine nature, as it states in 2 Peter 1 verses 2 through 4. Some of you may be familiar with the old hymn with the words, Overcoming daily with the spirit sword, standing on the promises of God. Jesus himself admonishes his seven churches in Revelation 2 and 3 to overcome. The ultimate blessing of salvation is given to overcomers in Revelation 21 and verse 7. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Genuine Christianity involves a commitment to seek God's kingdom above all else in life, as Jesus stated in Matthew 6 verse 33. The future stage of salvation is shown in several scriptures and promises. Here are just two, Romans 5, verse 10. If when we were enemies we were reconciled to God through the death of his Son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Yes, we shall ultimately be saved by his life. Matthew 24, verse 13 also gives the lifelong commitment. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. My friends, God has a wonderful plan of salvation. We all face trials and challenges, but true Christians have access to powerful promises and blessings to meet those challenges. To learn more about that way of life and the plan that God has for supposedly lost souls, be sure to order our free study guide, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? The surprising truth of your Bible gives hope for the masses of humanity and some of your relatives and friends that were supposedly lost forever. You need this vital booklet. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free eye-opening booklet, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? Call, click, or write today. Just ask for the booklet on salvation. You can also order this free booklet on our website at twtv.org salvation or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. For today's free offer, call 1-800-236-0531 or go to twtv.org salvation. 
This clear and straightforward resource will help you understand this vital truth straight from the pages of the Bible. If you're calling for the first time, you will also receive a free annual subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, six inspiring issues discussing news, science, and modern culture will help you make sense of your world from a biblical perspective. Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to tomorrow's world for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. Call now or go to twtv.org salvation. In the first part of our program, we saw that your Bible requires us to repent of our sins, as Jesus stated in Mark 1 and verse 15. We also saw that salvation is an ongoing process and that newly baptized Christians must grow spiritually over a lifetime. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, 2 Peter 3 verse 18. We also saw the awesome promise in Romans 5 verse 10. If when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of His Son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. That's God's wonderful promise to you. But what happens to the billions who never heard the name of Christ? Scripture tells us in Acts 4 verse 12, There is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Masses of humans have lived and died and have never heard the true gospel. How could they have been saved? My friends, God is not an unjust God. He will give those masses of people their first genuine opportunity for salvation in the white throne judgment. Turn in your Bible, if you have one available, to Revelation the 20th chapter, verse 11. As we'll see later, this great judgment takes place after the millennium, the thousand-year reign of Christ on this earth. Revelation 20, verse 11. Then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. Here billions of humans stand before God in a great resurrection. And books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. Here are masses of dead people resurrected to judgment. They will have genuine hope. They will have a new physical lifetime and an opportunity to repent and accept God's salvation through Christ. What happens when you die? You can know the future beyond death. Our free study guide we're offering to you gives more information than we have time for on this program. Be sure to order your free copy, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? It answers from the Bible these major questions about life after death. Shocking as it may seem, the Bible teaches that no one goes to heaven or a burning hellfire immediately after death. The truth is no one will even live again until the resurrection. The dead remain dead until one of the three general resurrections. My friends, you need to know what the Bible teaches about the three resurrections. The second resurrection takes place at the White Throne Judgment, and it gives hope to billions of humans who have never converted to Christianity. They will have their first opportunity for salvation. They will have their first complete opportunity to become true Christians. Let's review what happens to every person who dies. 
If you have your Bible, open it to the 15th chapter of 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, is referred to as the resurrection chapter. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 12. Here the Apostle Paul is testifying to the truth of the resurrection. Some in the Corinthian congregation believe there was no resurrection. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 12. Now if Christ has preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some among you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty and your faith is also empty. In other words, the resurrection is the hope of a Christian. If there's no resurrection, we absolutely have no hope. Paul repeats this important point in verse 16. For if the dead do not rise, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then also those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. Paul is saying if there is no resurrection, then even faithful Christians would be dead forever. They would have perished, as Paul wrote. But the good news is there is a resurrection from the dead. Now notice another important point. How does Scripture refer to Christians who have died? 1 Corinthians 15, verse 18. Paul refers to the dead as those who have fallen asleep in Christ. The dead are dead, as it tells us in Ecclesiastes 9 and verse 5. For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. The dead are totally unconscious. They do not experience pain. They do not experience the passing of time. Even the faithful saints, genuine Christians, remain in the grave until the resurrection at the return of Christ. In the white throne judgment, as we'll see later, billions will also be resurrected from the dead to live out their natural physical lives. That will be the second resurrection. But the first resurrection is for faithful Christians. It is a resurrection to immortality, not to physical life. That resurrection is the hope of a Christian. Let's understand, if one already went to heaven at death, there would be no need for a resurrection. One is not born with immortality or eternal life. Believe it or not, the Bible teaches that the soul can die. The soul is not immortal. Let's briefly review what will be shocking to many. Turn again to your Bible to Ezekiel the 18th chapter, Ezekiel 18 and verse 4. The soul who sins shall die. This is repeated in verse 20. The soul who sins shall die. The Hebrew word for soul is nephesh, which means physical or natural life. Souls can die. No human has an immortal soul. In 1 Corinthians 15 verse 53, we learn that at the resurrection, this mortal must put on immortality. My friends, you and I are mortal. We'll continue with our discussion of the resurrection in the next part of our program. But first, I'd like to offer you this amazing free study guide. Is this the only day of salvation? What will happen to those who have never surrendered to the true Jesus Christ of the Bible? Are they doomed to burn in hell forever? The surprising truth of your Bible gives hope for the masses of humanity whom God allowed to be blinded. Yes, and there is even hope for you if you think you are a lost soul. You need this vital booklet. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free eye-opening booklet, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? This free booklet will give you the biblical references for your study of the resurrections 
and the White Throne Judgment. So call, click, or write today. Just ask for the booklet on salvation. You can also order this free booklet on our website at twtv.org salvation. Or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. This clear and straightforward resource will help you understand this vital truth straight from the pages of the Bible. Call now or go to twtv.org salvation. In the last segment of our program, we saw that from the Bible that there's an order to the resurrections. Christ's individual resurrection is an example for all of us. But when does the first general resurrection take place? 1 Corinthians 15, verse 21. For since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. But each one in his own order, Christ the firstfruits. Afterward, those who are Christ's at his coming. So the first resurrection takes place at the second coming of Christ. That hasn't happened yet. Will you be in that resurrection? If you genuinely belong to Jesus Christ at that time, you will be in the first resurrection. It's called a better resurrection in Hebrews 11.35. Why? Because it's a resurrection to eternal life and immortality. Yes, faithful saints and Christians who died are waiting in their graves for the first resurrection and the return of Christ. But what happens to the billions of humans who never converted to Christianity? Are they burning in hell right now? No. As we've seen, everyone who has died, with the exception of Jesus Christ, is still dead. These people who never had their minds open to true Christianity will be in the white throne judgment. They will be in the second resurrection. The second great resurrection is the judgment. Those resurrected to physical life will stand before God in the white throne judgment. These are the rest of the dead who lived not again until the thousand years were finished. That's Revelation 20, verse 5. Now notice this in John the fifth chapter. Jesus spoke about this resurrection to judgment. John 5 and verse 28. Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth, those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation or judgment as other translations have it. So is there hope for the billions of humans who never converted to Christianity? Yes, there is hope. Revelation the 20th chapter, Revelation 20 and verse 11. Then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. This is the second resurrection. And books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. The Greek word for books is biblia. The good news is that the books, or the Bible, are open to the understanding of the masses of people for the first time. Remember the Valley of Dry Bones described by the prophet Ezekiel? This resurrection described in the 37th chapter of Ezekiel also takes place at the second resurrection. Turn in your Bible to Ezekiel 37. Ezekiel 37 verse 5. The Creator God resurrects the dead to physical life. 
those who never knew the true God will now become very acquainted with him. Ezekiel 37, verse 5. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. These resurrected humans will now have renewed physical life in the white throne judgment. The second resurrection is a resurrection to physical life. This resurrection includes not only the house of Israel as identified here in Ezekiel, but Gentiles as well. The book of life is finally open to those resurrected in the white throne judgment as we saw in Revelation 20 and verse 12. This will be their first opportunity to really learn the truth. This is not a second chance, as some would like to call it. All human beings will be held accountable for their actions and thoughts. But this will be their first time for many to see their sins, to the extent they'll have the opportunity to repent of their sins, and accept Jesus Christ as their Savior. Others in the resurrection will include those who are victims of accidents, oppression, and genocide. They will be healed and given a chance for a peaceful and prosperous life and a genuine opportunity for eternal life and glory. Yes, today is not the only day of salvation. You can read more about this awesome time called the White Throne Judgment in our amazing free study guide entitled, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? What will happen to the billions of human beings who have never known the true God? My friends, there is hope for those who think they are lost souls. There is hope for you. The Savior of the world gives you this encouraging message. The Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Luke 19, verse 10. Our free study guide will give you exciting and vital information. You need this vital booklet. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free eye-opening booklet, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? This free booklet will give you the biblical references about the white throne judgment and the resurrections. So call or write today. Just ask for the booklet on salvation. You can also order this free booklet on our website at twtv.org salvation. Or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. For today's free offer, call 1-800-236-0531. Or go to TWTV.org slash salvation. This clear and straightforward resource will help you understand this vital truth straight from the pages of the Bible. If you're calling for the first time, you will also receive a free annual subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, six inspiring issues discussing news, science, and modern culture will help you make sense of your world from a biblical perspective. Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to tomorrow's world for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. Call now or go to twtv.org salvation. On today's program, we've asked the question, are you saved or lost? My friends, now is the time to seek God, Isaiah 55, verse 6. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God, 
for he will abundantly pardon. It's God's purpose to give everyone who has ever lived a genuine, fair opportunity to be a part of his divine family for all eternity. Sadly, some individuals will reject God's grace and salvation. They'll refuse to repent of their sins and accept Jesus' sacrifice. But God will not allow human beings to suffer for all eternity in a state of bitterness, hate, and rebellion. He'll destroy them in the lake of fire. Notice the sobering statement in Revelation 21, verse 7. Revelation 21 and verse 7. He overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. The third resurrection is to eternal punishment and destruction in the lake of fire. God is just. He states in Hebrews 10 and verse 30, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. All the unrepentant evil rebels will feel the wrath of God. They'll receive the ultimate punishment. Finally, let's turn to Revelation 20 and verse 14. Let's see what happens at the end of the white throne judgment. Revelation 20 verse 14. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. The second death is the death from which there is no resurrection. It is the ultimate penalty. The wicked will be tormented as they stand before the lake of fire. Then all the wicked will be cast into the lake of fire and burned up. They will live no longer as it tells us in Romans 6 and verse 23, for the wages of sin is death, it's eternal death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. God has an awesome plan for all humanity. His plan is sure and wonderful. Everyone, including billions of non-Christians, will have their first genuine opportunity to respond to the true gospel, to surrender to their savior, Jesus Christ, and to be a part of God's family for all eternity. The truth about the white throne judgment is an awesome part of God's plan for billions of human beings. The real hope of all humans is the resurrection. You need to study this important truth in your own Bible. Be sure to request our inspiring free study guide, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? My friends, you do not want to be among those who are spiritually lost. As the Apostle Peter stated in Acts 2 and verse 40, be saved from this perverse generation. You need to take the first steps toward salvation. You need to seek God, as it tells us in Isaiah 55, verses 6 and 7. You need to get down on your knees, if you physically can, and confess your sins. God will bless you as you seek repentance and baptism. We invite you to join us every week on Tomorrow's World. In this world of growing chaos and confusion, you need the solid guidance that comes from your Bible. Gerald Weston, Wallace Smith, Rod McNair, and I will continue to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ, the good news of the coming kingdom of God, and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. So be sure to join us again next week, right here at this same time. For today's free offer, call 1-800-236-0531. Or go to TWTV.org slash salvation. 
Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to tomorrow's world for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God. Do you have the feeling our world is going in the wrong direction? A very bad direction? Where can you turn to make sense of a world that is spinning out of control? Visit TWMagazine.org to get yours now.